take two. Hi everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. This is show number 146 and we've got a great show for you this evening because this is the roundup and the judging of the Cheap Shots Challenge uh, competition, this round being fashion. And uh, I have uh, three fashion gurus with me today. First off, Rach, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Aid. Um, I was going to say it's been the... Yeah, it probably is the first time I've ever been called a fashion guru, but um, I, I appreciate it. I will. Um, I can now say I can put that on, you know, all of my biogs and everything everywhere. Fashion guru. Yeah, stick it on your LinkedIn profile. Right? Yeah. Go, go well done. And uh, and uh, our second fashion guru, Graham. How are you? I'm great. I am without contest the best dressed gardener in this room. <laughs> also, the only human being in this room. But uh, you know. Uh, have you been practicing your line and, and today I will be mostly wearing? Uh, to be honest, the, the line I've mostly been practicing is thank you so much for announcing me the winner because I know that I'm going to need to say that later. I don't want oh, to get that wrong. Oh, well, g- given 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 that you habitually rig the judging for this. Um, uh, yeah. If I rig the judging, I've been doing a piss poor job of it because I have lost so many times. Uh, I think Rachel <laughs> is paying people to win uh, at this point. So, um, I don't need to do that. <laughs> well, I, 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 good, good point, Rage. Yeah, well, good, good. Yes, fight, fight your corner. Fight, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Fight your corner. Okay. Well, so, so uh, speaking of uh, rigging the judging, then Graham, um, you know, you have uh, as well as doing all the work to get all the materials together, you have also organised our super special guest for this week. Yes, we have got a wonderful guest judge this time round. Uh, I did think about asking Hamish to judge uh, the fashion round, um, and then I came, came <laughs> Sorry. to my senses. <laughs> Sorry, like you just say idea. that again. Uh, I, I, like, I thought Hamish, because I thought, well, fashion, <laughs> Hamish. And then I remember that the only reason I associate those two uh, words in my head is because he's the polar opposite of fashion. Um, and then I thought, actually, who do we know who creates beautifully styled and fashionable photos on the reg and always makes things look glamorous and wonderful and it is of course claire bailey so claire welcome back to the show and thank you so much for judging this for us thank you so much for having me back and it's a pleasure (laughs) so nice to to have you here claire and um we was just saying before you know um who who better than a a lady who has a wardrobe that includes like a moon (laughs) crescent shaped hat you know in in her arsenal to uh, come and judge some Something like the fashion. Oh, thank you. I don't know. There's been some when I've been going through all the the entries. I think there's been some some really wonderful work and um, some really creative work as well. The, the effort that people have put into it, I've been really impressed. I think I can go to some of these uh, some of these people and ask them to uh, maybe commission them to make some outfits for for, for me. <laughs> I've been so impressed with some some of the some of the stuff I've seen. So yes, it's going to be good. I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's, uh, as I've said before, it feels like, um, I thought that this round would be the one that was the most difficult for people. Uh, I thought we'd have very few entries and I, I really didn't know what people would do. And as always with our listeners, they have just blown me away with their creativity and talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had, I think, 20 entries uh, and they are some of the best work that I have seen uh, for any of the cheap shots rounds um so so much effort has gone into them yeah it uh, really is apparent that isn't it you can really see how people have really worked for the images it's been yeah. so cool to see that yeah 
Yeah. So we are going to trot our way through these. Um, for anybody who is listening to this and wants to follow along, and you should be following along, you, you, these photos deserve to be seen. There's some incredible creativity and not just in terms of the photography going on. You will find a link to the um, Google Slides uh, thing that we're using to go through these. I will make sure that there is a link on the website, sunny16podcast.com, uh, and I'll make sure there's a pinned tweet on Twitter, and I'm sure Eric will share it on Instagram as well, so you can follow along, see all of these pictures in all of their glory, and enjoy them as much as we are. Because, um, yeah, what a cracking selection of shots. And, and the host shots as well to be I'll have to add those oh, oh yes <laughs> some of the host shots right Rach yeah some of the host shots that makes it sound like it me that I could uh, oh sorry yeah. oh, all right. okay Spo- spoiler shot. alert right. so that nobody is sitting waiting waiting uh, to the end um, it's me I, I'm I'm the guilty party here who has not submitted anything for this round of, uh, of the cheap shots challenge so um, yeah um, sorry that's all right. It means that either Graham or I are, are going to get a second place. So yay! Well, the, it is interesting actually because I don't. I never know quite whether I should enter a round and try and dilute the level of competition back down to something slightly below nuclear, <laughs> <laughs> or whether or whether I just need to, to to let you two get on with it and not not get in the way. <laughs> like, you see, I thought this would be a round that you'd be because you know you're particularly for your love of shooting people. Yeah. You know, and doing portraits and getting the flash out that oh this is going to be one where Aid's going to romp home and uh, sadly such a fashion black hole down there where you are Aid that clearly couldn't find anything worth taking pictures of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Would you like a whole range and varied excuses, or shall I just say, yeah, you got me banged to rights? <laughs> um, uh, well, nah, maybe we have some more excuses later. <laughs> <laughs> On to, on to our fantastic listeners, because they didn't shirk their responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, That's Rach. Very true. <laughs> so we're going to kind of go through these in the order that they came in, pretty much, because um, Claire has prepared uh, her thoughts on them. So um, we will just start cracking on with the listeners' entry. So we're going to go through them, uh, and then Claire's going to give us her top three, and then we will pick... Uh, well, not we, Claire. We'll pick Ooh, a winner. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be so tough. <laughs> okay, so the first person who got their entries into us was Chris DeBrandt, uh, who sent in uh, a lovely picture of a glass dress uh, and a mannequin wearing trousers uh, as a upper body clothing. So it's some um, interesting fashion choices right from the get go. I thought um, I love these images actually, and I love the the content and I love the the lighting of them but I love the dress but for me particularly the the mannequin with I don't know what you thought but the 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 mannequin with the trousers I thought that image to me um was quite haunting and quite an eerie image but eerie in a good way I thought and it reminded me um when I was looking at it um of the film ex machina or machina as I call it um Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, actually, that set the tone of, of some other images that are to come. But that's what this image image reminded me of. And it felt like, um, is the mannequin almost like going to come, come come to life? So a really strong image, um, really strong image. What I love that for a completely faceless mannequin, it somehow still seems to manage to have the expression which says, 
why am I wearing trousers as an upper body <laughs> garment? Which is quite an achievement. <laughs> Mannequin ennui. Um, okay, who was up next? Next up, with uh, two very uh, <laughs> different shots, was Paul Friday with his uh, pictures of boots uh, and um, oh, oh, <laughs> Jake, that's it. His Jake the Peg boots uh, and his pictures of Prince Albert's. Uh, I'm still not entirely sure what was going on with that. Um, very different shots here, Claire. Well, th this actually made me smile a lot. I thought there was a lot of humour in here. The, the 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 boot shot, I liked it. I loved the um, the expired the film, the expired the colour of the film, um, and I love Kodak. But I think the second picture just made me laugh so much. Um, and he says, doesn't he, somewhere? <laughs> it might, it might yeah. raise some awful questions, but I thought it was really, really funny. Um, <laughs> the, what was it on the on the left? The the the, the two pound, uh, the cock end rings and the the bull end rings. I just thought it was hilarious picture, really funny. I don't know what you thought, but <laughs> and the lovely um, pot of lube underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, oh, that that made me smile. That made me that gave me a good laugh. That one. <laughs> Aid, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on industrial size bell end rings? Um, do you know what? Uh, none that I would care to share on the podcast. <laughs> you know, we, we do try to keep it clean and family like, don't we? Yes, so, yes. Uh, you know, it, it, but, uh, but it is it is funny if you look at it together. You think I'm not sure what I'm looking at. Am I looking at what he says it is, or am I looking at a shelf in some kind of you know auto spares place? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I'm really hoping for the latter. Yes. It'll be, it'll be some esoteric machinery. It'll be like boats or something like that, won't it? Where where the where you know, I, I married into a sailing family, and 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 the vocabulary around sailing is just plain strange. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the next one, and the next one was sent in uh, by Yuho um, from. Uh, uh, oh, camera, camera rescue. I'm going to find Yuho's correct. Um, I know. Anyway, but it wasn't Yuho who took the pictures. It was Yuho's three-year-old son who took these two fairly striking pictures of his uh, sisters. So, what did you think of these, Claire? Well, well I, I initially I looked at the images. I, pr I printed them off, and I didn't have any of the information. So I, I, I liked them, and I loved the colours. I liked the panorama of the first one, and I loved the light the color shifts and the and, and the light leaks i just i just loved it and then when i read the information i thought is this really is this true is this i thought it was a joke but three-year-old has taken these it's amazing it's incredible um so yeah real big um thumbs up for these i really loved them and, and like i said my jaw dropped to the floor when i read it was a three-year-old so really impressed I think especially with that that one with the uh, fake, he says it's a fake panoramic mode, yeah, but there's something yeah. so cinematic about that. I mean, obviously I that lends it to it, but, you know, it's just, it's lovely, especially with those sort of like muted tones and colours and things as well. Um, it all just adds to it really, really nicely. So, uh, yeah, um, there's no hope for the rest of us, is there? When three-year-olds are doing that. <laughs> Yeah, if you've got three-year-olds doing that with what's described as a, a fungusy Polaroid 3000 compact with a Agfa Vista 200, if he's if he's knocking those out with that, then yeah. By the time he's got a Hasselblad in his hands and he's 20 years old, then we're all we're all doomed. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was Yuho from Camera Rescue uh, dot org. I, I knew it was something like that, <laughs> something like that. Okay. Thank uh, you. <laughs> um, what will you do for cameras and rescuing them as well? <laughs> exactly. Uh, the next one again, very different. A very different look here, and these are the images by Mike Caputo. 
I love these. I, I, I literally, when I saw these images, um, honestly, my, my heart kind of jumped. I, I, I love them, and I particularly love the um, the first one that's on on the on the the the, the slideshow. Um, again, I thought it was. Um, I think they're really moody to me. They were quite really atmospheric um, and cinematic again. Um, and again, it reminded me of a film. And I thought when I saw it, I thought of um, Under the Skin. I don't know if you've seen that film. Um, it was a few years about 2014, mm. with Scarlett Johansson, based on a book. I don't know for whatever reason, but it, especially the first kind of image in the little triptych, it reminded me of that. Um, I just, I just love, love this image. Really loved it, and it stayed with me for for a long time. So yeah, great image, um, and I love the tone and everything in it. The lighting, I love, I love everything about um, this image. So I don't know what you guys thought, but yeah, some beautiful. Um, you know, it's obviously been shot wide open. You know, yeah. it's a beautiful bocker and uh, just. The fact that you were saying um, it looks like two negatives in a row that are partially blended together, that's because they are. <laughs> My camera yeah. advances the film terribly and double exposes some frames. I think this is just like the epitome of the happy accident, isn't it, of make of that be, being part of what really makes it uh, a super special shot. Yeah, I thought really real magic, I thought. Mm -hmm. and like you say, I love the bokeh, yeah. Yeah, and I have to say, um, as Mike said in his, uh, his um, email, oh, these are the images I submitted for the challenge were made on uh, 11 by 14 Ilford Art 3000 fibre paper. Uh, and that's true, because he sent me those prints. Um, so I have got these gorgeous fibre prints, these great big fibre prints that Mike made of them. And they really are stunning. And I kind of, I got them and opened them, having not seen the images before, because he didn't share the digital thing until later. And they're just, oh, they're, they're gorgeous prints. Because as in the um, images he shared here, he printed it with um, the sprockets and everything there mm. and all overlaid. And yes, a really, really lovely print. Um, Quick just question about, about the print itself. Um, with it being the art paper, is that um, a matte based? Is it like a matte paper, the fibre paper? That, yes, it is. You, yeah. yeah, oh, beautiful. I, I mean, I, I'm a real sucker for like the matte papers as well. So I think that would look gorgeous. Wow. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And um, I do need to get that framed and up somewhere because it's lovely. <laughs> it is It is good. I, I, yeah. I like the way they work as a pair as well, actually, mm, mm. because you, you, you have the first one. And, and he's shown the first one first, as it were, because you've got that close up and you're thinking, what is this? What is this? And it could be... It could be a number of things, couldn't it? Um, mm -hmm. uh, and then, and then, of course, the second shot, which is panned back some, and you can actually see, you know, what what the main subject of the first shot really is in its context. So it's, uh, yeah, that I thought I thought they worked quite well as a pair. Uh, the, the, the film they reminded me of actually, the, um, and and it's a different aesthetic, perhaps, but it, it triggered a memory. Is of uh, there's a scene in in Blade Runner, the the original Blade Runner. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. uh, where he's chasing down the woman with the snake and she runs through all of these these glass shopping areas and stuff like that and it kind of rem reminded me of that yeah bit. um not be not particularly because it looks like it i don't know <laughs> i don't know why maybe one of the mannequins seems to have wavy or curly hair maybe that's it yeah no it's it's a very evocative image and i think whenever you have an image that's quite that has a lot of um kind of grey areas literally in this one it leaves you so much room to interpret stuff you, you know there's a lot of vague images in the air and yeah mm. it's very cool um well beautiful 
on from that uh, late night black and white shot, we then got some beautiful uh, late night color shots from Matt Murray over in Australia. Uh, very different style to these, but again, lots of that style. Oh, I loved these as well. Um, I loved everything about these two images as well. I loved the 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 content, the framing, the colors. I don't know what film he's he's used. I couldn't see what film he's used but it's absolutely beautiful the colors are really vivid and you know he says that he's used led lighting throughout um again i thought um really to me really cinematic um i love the the the, the, the sunglasses i love the neon um bar sign reflected in the in in the in the mirror and to me i just i just saw a film a few weeks ago actually that under silver lake i don't know if you've read about it or seen it even um, and it reminded me of a still from that film. Um, so I, I absolutely loved it. And then the second image um, I thought was fabulous as well. It, I'm not I'm not quite sure. Was this a slight, was it a double exposure or, or not a double exposure? I wasn't I completely don't sure. I think so, no. no. I think it's single exposure, yeah. Right. Um, I loved that. And, and, and I thought the second one, as well um looked straight out of that aesthetic magazine so i thought these were really two really great strong images that i i love but the colors i just loved i think they work really well blues the pinks everything love it love them <laughs> yeah um just the the film was a fuji superior 1600 so fast ah. color um and uh yeah the the colors is spectacular i, I also mm. love the fact that in the second picture where um his model is sat in front of a load yes. of beer kegs she has that same kind of look of ennui and confusion as the uh <laughs> the mannequin in the first why why am i being made to say <laughs> um, yeah it's quite a similar pose i suppose actually when, yeah. when you look at it isn't it um i i managed to actually i had a role of the uh, fuji superior 1600 i was so excited to shoot that and it turns out when I actually processed it, it was completely, um, completely shot. You know, there was the, I couldn't save any images from it. It was way too expired, and God oh, knows what it had been, what it had been through. Obviously, uh, it was uh, quite old, and found it in an in an old bag of of stuff. So I'm really pleased to see what can be done with that film when, uh, um, when it's obviously been looked after and and what have you. It's it's lovely, gorgeous, loads of grain and color, and those yeah, those tones are just fab. Yeah. Cracking shot. I think the, I think the first one, the two with the the sunglasses, is my favourite of those two. But yeah, both great shots. Uh, another Aussie up next, um, and you can tell it's another Aussie here because uh, cricketers and it's um, <laughs> cricketers and sunshine, so it cannot be in Britain. Uh, and this is from Ophelia Dougal uh, or Dougal Rach, as you like to say, um, daughter <laughs> of Alistair Dougal, and another young entrant because um, Ophelia is only eight years old. And, and this is her fabulous picture of some young cricketers uh, out waiting to take uh, their cricketing <laughs> shot. I don't know what cricketers do. <laughs> hang around and drink beer i think what did you think of this one well when i first looked at this because again i looked at it i didn't have the information so i i just printed out the image and i thought it had a real vintage feel i don't know it felt like it was from a, to me it felt like it was from a different era and i loved the the tones um all the composition and it had a feel to me of almost like um you know like Fred, like a Fred Perry kind of ad, um, mm. advert that I've seen. It had that kind of a vibe. 
and then when I look when I got the information my 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 jaw literally did hit hit the ground that this is Ophelia who's who's only eight it's incredible um so yeah a really strong great great image um really well composed um and um her dad even says um, she instructed how to edit it so you know really impressed (laughs) what can I say what was the magazine that you mentioned sorry um before Claire sorry the call broke up a little bit I, I missed it the, on, on the, the, the this reminded me of um like Fred Perry adverts that I've seen advertising oh, yes, it had that kind yeah that kind of yeah. Uh, yeah that kind of a vibe to it um and you know like I say I love the, the tones um the kind of vintage feel to me it had like a quite an it felt like from a different era and then like I say when I saw um it was um, eight-year-old Ophelia. I was like, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> so, yeah, brilliant, really strong it bit, image. It is a bit unnerving, isn't it, just how yeah, good some really of these people <laughs> Another nice thing about the fact that it's an eight-year-old taking the picture is you, you, it's being shot from a different angle. Because she's yeah. obviously shorter, and yeah. it, and it gives it, a, and it's, yeah, and that, and you see that lovely sort of skyline in the background as well, really nicely framed. Uh, yeah, cracking shot. Well done, Ophelia. Um on to somebody who I'm assuming is slightly older. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm casting aspersions here, Rory. I apologise. Um, and this is the work of Rory Pryor. Two lovely portraits with a model again. Um, uh, cracking shots again here. Um, what do you think of these? Well, again, I thought really great um, lighting. I thought the lighting was lovely. I thought the um, the model's really great as well. I don't know... Um, if it's a professional model or, or 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 what, but I thought they had a really great um, great expression, and I felt particularly the second image, um, which is up against like the wall um, by the window. I thought if you moved in close, I felt it had a bit of a Roxy music kind of a mm-hmm. feel about it. Um, and again, I loved um, the 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 light the light leak in, in in the first one. So yeah, really really strong. Really strong, really pro image. Don't know what you thought. I like what you say about the Roxy music look. I hadn't yeah. made that connection, but now you <laughs> now you say it. It's got that. She has that. That the, there's the in a lot of pictures um, of Brian Ferry from those days. There's a sort of arrogance, isn't there, or or a strength of character, let's say, which yeah. which perhaps the model has has, uh, has got. I, I have to say, I do like the the first one as well. There's some, something about the way they've they've done her makeup as well, which her yeah. eye makeup matches her hair, and and uh, that that actually makes a a really interesting look for me as well. Yeah, uh, it's so not it's think. not a makeup look you'd usually see just on the street is that you know it feels like it's been very much like considered um and you know I'm a big I'm a big fan of uh, seeing the first of the role you know that burn um across yeah. the, I think it's lovely so yeah awesome yeah and um again just from uh, the model who um helped Roy with this is um uh Rebecca Claire I think Rebecca Rebecca Claire model on Instagram so anybody who likes oh. this work and wants to try and find out more about her and do some work with her um yeah cracking shots and um the the Roxy music comparison I can absolutely see that as you said Aide, there's something about the attitude the only difference is having been in and out of the record shop a few days a few times recently um too many clothes because 
yeah. <laughs> Roxy music album covers were almost always just basically soft porn. Uh, it's almost uniformly right. I mean, they they had a certain theme and they liked to stick with it, and it was mostly naked women. Um, so yeah, not quite that, but um, just almost. a very good, strong look in there. The strength without the nudity uh, is great. Um, okay, another very different take on fashion here from Mark Prestige. Um, a much more melancholy scene presented to us here. Yeah, I, I, I like this one as well. To me, it was like quite a narrative shot. I was quite intrigued as to whose hat is it? Why was it left behind? You know, I was going through all sorts of things in my head. Um, but again, a, a lovely composition. I thought um, I like the, the, the tones in this. The hues, the, the the pink of the hat with the with the kind of lovely the lovely blue. I don't know again what what film this has been shot on, um, but yeah, I, I was quite intrigued with this. I wanted to know the story, um, so I don't know what what you you thought of it, but. And I was wondering where it was, and then I found out it was in Margate. Yeah, <laughs> I was intrigued with a lot of these where where they where they all are. Um, Poor little yeah. sad pink hat. Yeah, Aww. it's a sad thing, isn't it? the film is actually it's another high speed film it's um fuji superior 800 and again possibly showing the fact that um high speed films uh do go off quite quickly yeah um mm. but I, I do think that the really subdued tones of the image just add to the sort of general melancholy yeah. of this uh woolly hat this lovely crocheted hat just left on a post on the on the seafront i agree i agree with all that okay uh the next ones are from past guest uh and um wonderful person all around jm golding who is of course shooting on a holger because we would expect nothing else uh and another very different take on the fashion front here claire yeah, I love well, I love what she does. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, I, I love these as well. I, I thought again, I thought they were quite humorous, but I loved I love the um the feel of these and, and the tone. And I did wonder is it is it a Holger? Um I, I love Holgers. I love Diana cameras, they're some of my favourite cameras. So I love the um one of the shots I love um the the the, the vignette and, and the blur at the back. But I just love I think they've got lovely, lovely tones. And a lovely mood to them, I think. Um, that's what I thought. Um, and I love the, the, the mention. Where, where were these set? Um, shot, I wonder. Do we know? Do I know? Uh, um, sure we do. Was it lakes? Was it the lakes? Oh, was it the lakes? Possibly. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. No, um, no, I don't think so. Because no, J.M. Golding's out in California. Isn't she? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think she I, came she's, over. No? Uh, I, mm, no, I don't okay. think so. I don't okay. think so. I'll see if I can find, but no, I think this is taken up on her regular stomping grounds. Oh, is it? Um, oh. Back home, on the West Coast. I can't remember where on the West Coast. Um, but uh, let me see if I can find out here. Uh, no, it, it doesn't actually say. But so I'm going to guess it, it's her usual sort of stomping ground on the west coast of America. Um, but uh, yeah, she, she does just it continues to stun me with the work, the, the images that she gets out of the Holger. Um, and you know, I know that obviously part of it is the work she puts in afterwards to really make the images what she wants them to be. Um, but still, just. Uh, the the clarity and the look and style of those images uh 
never cease to impress me no matter what um she's taking pictures of there they're lovely um do these inspire you to get out with your holger anymore aid uh, do you know what <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna say yes actually mm. um it, it's they're, they're not the style of 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 shots that I would necessarily make. I mean, for one thing, I very rarely shoot in black and white. Um, but the, the it it does, and and you know, and and all all joking aside about me not having any photos to show tonight, which is which is oh, yeah, happy to accept all of the feedback on that one. <laughs> um, as de- as delightful as no doubt it will be from you all, but but and right yeah, and quite rightly, um, I, I I deserve a bit of flack for not participating. But I have, uh, and I won't go over it again here because that's not this show this week, but I, I have struggled with this conceptually. Um, and uh, yeah, this sort of thing actually makes me makes me want to go out and pick up a different type of camera, a Holger particularly, and go out and shoot, yeah. And the nice thing about these is, because it, it, I know that um, JM said that she really struggled with this because fashion is just not her thing at all. Um, but she without doing the thing that is her thing, which is walking oh. and taking pictures out in the wild, I went, okay, well, what aspect of this can I take and make into fashion-related pictures? And so we've got these fantastic pictures of walking boots and gaiters and, you know, and walker fashion. And um, yeah. it's very her, uh, but it's still completely on topic as well. Um, so I think it, it goes to show that, you know, you can find bits of everything everywhere, really. I thought they were really quite quirky and... Um... Like you say, so beautiful that you were saying, did it inspire aid? It's inspired me to get my Holger out, actually. <laughs> my Dan, I thought they, they were really lovely. It's getting that time of year as well, isn't it, Claire? You know, yeah. You know, it, uh, those of us who live in the UK, Holgers are less <laughs> useful in the winter. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly less useful, unless you've got 6400 speed film. But yes, okay, no, like like the like these ones, yeah. I mean, maybe I'll go and ruffle in the cupboard for wherever I put those holgers. Yeah, I think you should. You know, you got you've got a bit of time off at the moment. Get out and mind you, it's been quite dull what and grey. You've got time so... off. It? Who's been telling you I've had time off? You always got time off. You're always gadding about. Anyway, um, next shot up is again a very different look again this is a self-portrait from the wonderful joseph baker um is it quite a striking shot here um because not only a self-portrait of him looking very dapper but he's also gone the extra mile of you know adding his own uh graphic look to it uh, so what's your take on this picture claire again yeah i was really impressed with this i thought loads of work's gone in and i liked actually um i don't know if, if listeners can as well as view they can read what he had to say but I liked his um his explanation his narrative to the picture um and his neo-punk interpretation as he said I really like that and it's yeah I think it's a really cool image and he's put a lot of work in um again what's it what's it what's he shot it on um give me a second and I will find (laughs) out for you uh if he's told me I'm very good Uh, like that uh let's see it is on Fomapan 200 so oh, some right. okay. black and white film you can get yeah no i like it and i loved his um his line where he says um yet the clothes make the man and in dressing up we become visions of ourselves i thought i could uh, could connect connect with that so yeah a really really great image yeah that's a really good point actually because yeah as somebody like as you said you do go out 
and get dressed up and to take your photos you you get to play dress up quite often yeah yeah do, do you find that when you do that it it changes your uh maybe mood isn't quite the, but the way you put yourself out there when you're all dressed up no definitely I, I really think clothes do that to you I think even your sort of everyday clothes I think they can sort of put you in a a, a, a particular headspace a, a mood and I definitely think um yeah when I make putting different outfits on for my characters it does does have an influence without a doubt yeah so I could really connect with what um Joseph was saying there yeah and again like you say a lot of work's gone into that so yeah really great yeah, I like this as well. I just it, it reminds me of of the old two tone days. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure I've got a, a madness album somewhere with this picture on it. <laughs> it's something like that, anyway. It's good. And it's just it's just a, a, such a nice, striking, bold picture as well, isn't it? There's you know, it's it it looks like the kind of thing you'd expect to see in a you know in a zine in the seventies or something like that. You know, it's just very graphic yeah and what, what i like about it as well because this is this is fashion isn't it right so this and that's what we're looking at here and this very you know fashion for me the the imagery is very manufactured often um and and maybe, maybe uh, I, what do i know about fashion currently i don't know but maybe right now um fashion the the fashion look is 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 maybe it is manufactured um but you know the the days i always think of when i think of manufactured imagery is is the 80s um and uh you know or, or maybe this one is is slightly more uh slightly more late 70s perhaps and it's in its look and feel in a way um but it's yeah i i like that it's um yeah, it, 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 I like that it has that manufactured look to it uh, as well. Yeah, not not the effort that's gone into it, but also the the, the thought that's gone into the imagery itself, and, and and that 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 works for me as a fashion statement, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool shot. Uh, okay, the next ones up are two lovely, um, bright, colourful shots from Juan Alatorre. Uh, very different from the last few things we've seen. Again, um, such diversity. So what did you make of these, Claire? I love these. Um, I love the, the colours, the pinks. Um, I love the neon um, as well, the pink neon. And again, um, the, 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 the first one I'm looking at is um, all the characters. <laughs> so um, I, I felt, again, it reminded me of um, the film... I sort of the what is it the royal tenor bounds meets kind of that again that ex, mm-hmm, ex machina yeah <laughs> um and, and again so i thought it's a, a beautiful capture um and, and and then the second one again um i felt like it was again a kind of spooky almost that kind of the mannequins that kind of arti- artificial intelligence kind of thing and it both of these images gave me a sense of kind of there's a whole other world that might come to life when we're fast asleep um, uh, and we don't know about. But, yeah, I thought they were really great. Um, and I just love the colours, the vibrancy of them. Um, so, yeah, and two more great images from Juan, is it, Juan? Yes. Um, what what I like about these, because 
shop windows um i think it shows that shop windows can be a really good mm. source of material uh, especially if you live somewhere this is obviously an area with fairly fancy shops in it it's um, on Ro- rodeo drive wasn't it i think y- yes oh, was it? Wow. Mm, yeah he, um, i think he was oh. saying that he didn't there were shops that obviously he would never go in but that he would walk past and sort of like see what the wares were if you like that yeah. they would be displayed for people so he could still enjoy the displays <laughs> not that he'd ever go in the shops i think yeah but i think you get quite a different experience from seeing these as photographs than you would if you were walking past i think mm. like with the picture of all of the uh, these um fairly ridiculously dressed up mannequins um all posed as like as you said like the royal tenenbaums family shot um because you your eyes will linger on it longer when it's mm. photographed it, it becomes a little bit more disturbing the longer you look yeah. at it um <laughs> that's and, true yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and um with the shot just of the um the head and uh, you know the way that's framed it, you know, it really it just shows them off in a way which i think if you were walking past and just looking at them you wouldn't appreciate the, the, there's elements of a scene you can put together from a shop window that you would miss otherwise and i think it's yeah it's lovely really worked well I think that's it. That's a good observation about shop windows in general. Actually, I think that does well. I think that second one with the, with the seven figures lined up. Um, I can't decide whether it reminds me of something that David Lynch has made, yeah, or or, or whether Wes it's, Anderson, <laughs> yeah, some some kind of late eighties, early nineties dystopian sci-fi. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I am waiting for those mannequins to stand up and step out of the picture and come after us, uh, especially as the children have animal heads. Um, yeah, yeah. Not but that's exactly. Story. I thought that's exactly what it felt like to me. Like they're gonna. They're gonna come. They're gonna come to life, and they're gonna come marching down the street after us. I thought they were really, really great. Yeah, but quite creepy. Uh, as, <laughs> yeah, as in, 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 in a good way. Creepy in a good way. Significantly less creepy, I think it's fairly safe to say, is the next shot from Cohen Kallenberg, which is a close-up of. Uh, now I'm terrible with hats. Uh, is it a fedora? Uh, it's a trilby. Is a it trilby? Not? I don't know. It's not a Stetson, and it's not a sombrero, and it's not a baseball cap. So my knowledge is exhausted. (laughs) One of those two, probably. So what do you think of this one, Claire? It's quite a different one, this one, because this one is a um, a very close-up graphic shot of a garment. I I like this. Again, I was intrigued by this because I was thinking, it is a hat, and is it a hat? Yeah, it's a trilby. I do think it's a trilby. Um, But I love... um, I love how you. I love the detail you can see on it. So you can see um, the textures on on the rim of the trilby. Um, you can see some of the flecks there um, and the lighting. So yeah, I, I like that. And, and like you say, complete change to some of the images that we've just seen. Um, so I don't know what you thought of. Um, is it Cohen? Cohen? Is that yeah, Cohen. I I think it, it makes great use of um, the patterns and the lines and the symmetry aspect of, of photography, which can work so well. As you said, there's great texture in there, uh, and the 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 verticals or the not quite verticals, but yeah, it's just a really nice image to rest your eyes on. It's very similar to some of the architectural shots we had for the last From round, him. which was yeah, yeah. I was going to say, um, am I right in thinking that that was Cohen as well? Because it, it I love how you can sort of pick that up and go, it's the same photographer <laughs> um even though it's two very different subject matter you know um it's uh, it's interesting to kind of see how he's looked at fashion from an architectural perspective almost very cool yeah 
Uh, and it's shot on um, uh, shot on colour film, but converted to black and oh, white. Was it? There was oh, some really? weird colour wow. going. Oh, okay. So mm. there you go. Yeah. I wonder what colour it was originally. I don't know. I think he was trying some uh, using inca- mixing incandescent lighting with daylight lighting whilst trying to use a close up filter. I think he got some weirdness on it from his uh, Fuji <laughs> Cizu hunt. I like to think it was a burgundy hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that because you'd like a burgundy hat? Uh, yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. I could see myself wearing a hat like that, definitely. I'm I'm currently feeling very guilty because um, when Alex came uh, to the photography show, um, he had a hat, uh, he had a fedora, and I think I might be responsible for him losing his fedora, and I feel quite guilty for that. On the one hand, on the other hand, I think I might have done him a favour because he did look a bit of a wally in his fedora, but um, that's by the I'm way. sure that's not true. I didn't even get to see him in the fedora before no, he got lost. Die, no. It must have been early in the day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he just didn't wear it after I'd mocked him, um, but then we lost it late in the day. Never mind. Sorry, Alex. Um, <laughs> and, thank you, <laughs> and thank you, Cohen. And thank you, Cohen, yes. Okay, so we have got uh, two uh, pictures here from Ronnie Brandon now, and these are two pictures that he did find whilst he was out walking the streets. Two quite striking uh, images of, um, again, well, mannequins uh, and... Um, models uh, out on the street but quite different from the other ones we've seen when i first looked at these um the, the first one the, the the first mannequin i wasn't initially i wasn't sure um i was like is this is this a mannequin or is this a person it was so so to me quite real realistic um, I thought again, that. I thought that too. Did you? Yeah. 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 Oh, I like one of those artwork, one. Like one of those statues you see in city yeah, centres that, that want to be paid it. money for sitting still. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't sure, um, so I was really, really quite intrigued with this. Um, lovely. To- I thought beautiful tones um, in, in the image, and again, and, and the lighting. So again, two strong, strong images. Um, but I, I particularly like the the one that I wasn't sure if it was real or mannequin so again there's this like mannequin um coming to life ex machina thing going through all all this uh all these images tonight but yeah great shot and I, and when i because i printed them out um quite big so that i could have a really good look at them and um it's really really lovely lighting and everything when you see it quite big oh, interesting i haven't had the opportunity to do that so uh Yes, I swear. Now trying to look at it now with and and picture it. If I squint at it <laughs> and try and feel the, but sometimes if you squint at them and you 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 lose some of the detail and you start picking out the shapes, don't you? And the tone and things yeah. like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I guess because it's some some of the 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 pose that first one especially the the pose I think could scale up quite nicely. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always hard to know. I think with some film shots, because some of them, as they get bigger, they do just fall apart a bit. Uh, I think um, Ronnie shot these on uh, what was it, uh, Triex that he pushed to sixteen hundred. Um, but I think he, oh no, he he backed it off a bit in the daylight. But um, yeah, you know, it it it's interesting to hear that they've blown up nicely because um, as I said, we've only got them small on the screens here, uh, and but there's so much detail in that first picture yeah, in particular. Yeah, definitely. Pretty good from a little point-and-shoot camera, a little Pentax SBO, so uh, very impressive. Uh, another street scene next. Um, this one, more of a storytelling scene, and this is from Hilary Clark. Uh, very different look here. Again, yeah, a, a different look. And I, I 
if you read Hillary's um, narrative, I think it works really well when you look at the picture. Um, so she says that she, she's juxtaposing the, uh, as she says, the transits of fashion um, with the decay of the sign and the inked tattoos on the wall. Um, but the bit I liked um, when I didn't pick it up when I looked at it, but when I read it, when she says um, the no entry sign um, depicts the discriminatory exclusivity of high fashion. And I, and I, I kind of like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like this, like you say, this story a narrative um, of Hillary, and I'm taking it, it's Manchester, is it? I'm, I'm guessing, or am I wrong? Yeah, it would be Manchester or Liverpool, although oh, I don't okay. recognise China Lane. I okay. do recognise Dale Street, so that's probably Manchester. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting, where you can, it's a case where Hillary's made a picture which... As you said, it really reflects a lot of her and her feelings towards fashion. She's really managed to get a lot of that into a picture um, that I would probably have walked past that and not seen that because I'm not Hillary and I don't. It doesn't trigger those feelings in me. But um, yeah, I think I think you're right because I mean I, I don't think um, yeah it, it it it's clearly clearly the uh, a personal thing, isn't it? Um, and I'm not sure that I'm, to be honest, well enough educated to have spotted all of that stuff. Um, so, so, you know, uh, for, for myself. Um, but so, so it's it's nice. I, I'm I'm not one. One of my strengths is not turning my photography into social commentary. So, so I, I'm always you know keen to to understand the thought process for that. So I'm, I'm grateful for Hillary sharing <laughs> what she was you, thinking. So I've just realised it's kind of also part of. Um almost like social documentary isn't it like yeah. this kind of image and and I've just noticed on the um fashion sign that says ladies fashion and it's all looking pretty decayed and distraught and all the rest um it's actually an 061 number which is which means that it is Manchester because okay. but that it would have been before we had 0161 so it must be pretty old that sign that sign's got to be 30 odd years old hasn't it at least yeah yeah. which is so yeah um it kind of it's it's quite cool actually that it sort of dates the picture quite well in the um from when that sign would originally have been you know created and put up there on the side of the building yeah good spot rach good spot Mm. Okay, next ones up are from uh, Dean Lastoria. Uh, again, we've got some more use of a shop window, and also uh, a Dean went into the shop and braved <laughs> the braved the fashion. Um, and I think these two images work work well together as a pair because they do kind of tell a story between them. But um, what was your take on these, Claire? Again, I I read his um, I read his narrative, and I thought they were. I was actually quite moved by what he had to say. I thought it was quite a sobering, sobering piece, and sort of that reminder of, as he says, the sort of the dark underbelly of of fashion, and um, you know, a bit like the Lynchian world. And 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 what he had to say, I actually read up um, on when he talks about um, when he goes on about the dark side and um, about Lee Miller and the um, the triangle shirt shirt waist fire I, I had never heard of that so I, I i read up on that and i was it was actually quite moving so yeah. i thought this was a really strong great piece um and the second you know when he goes into the the sh- into the shop i really liked this image um i i, I liked i don't know it's 
don't know if, if, if it to me it's quite minimalistic and I, I thought it's very clean quite a lot of atmosphere in there as well and I, I just really like that image um the, the the clothes on the on on the rail in, in the shop so yeah I thought it was a a great the two images to me worked really well and then when I read the the, the narrative with them I was actually really moved moved by them so a bit of a sobering of the dark side that's what I thought um and I was intrigued as well in the first image. My eye was drawn to the sign in the in the bottom left corner where it says sewing classes. But I don't know why. My my eye was really intrigued intrigued by that, um, and and all the different reflections. But yeah, it's it's almost fashion as documentary um, photography, isn't it? The way he's approached it, um, and uh, yeah, I think it's worked. As I said, I think the two of them work really well together as as such with that because it just. It just kind of flows on, um, and that second picture, as you said, has just got a lovely graphic image to it. The he's got up really nice and close, and um, constructed that photo really well. I really like that. What about you, Rach? Pleated trousers? Yeah, I really like that one. Um, when it came in, I remember sort of saying how how lovely it was seeing just that something really simple like a yeah. row of trousers but the fact that you've got that lovely tonal range it really felt gradient you know like you could see the gradient in them um and yeah I think it's it's got a lovely sort of um uh, fashion look to it as well um I think you could definitely see that um being part of like a an article on fashion or something um so yeah I enjoyed that but like you say I think reading the text alongside it was um uh, enlightening you know it wasn't something i'd really heard of uh, before either so we've learned something too which is always good uh the next the next shots coming up are from bob matter more street shots but very different street shots this Mm -hmm. time this is bob doing some street portraiture um and some candy street photography um a couple of cracking shots here uh and um yeah, I I really like these two shots. I I, I love them too. When when I saw these, I thought they were really great. Um, it for, for different reasons. Um, they reminded me actually of um, it was it Vivian Meyer with the, what the photographer that was like a she was a nanny, wasn't she? Mm. Um, some of her work and <clears throat> also the the second one as well. Um, I saw um. The Diane Arbus exhibition a couple of weeks ago in London, and it was really great. And it reminded me of, of, of some of the photos in that exhibition, um, some of the early work. It reminded me of that. But I loved them. I thought they were really well composed. And I thought the second one in particular, um, or the second one I'm looking at, which is the really candid one of the girl um, walking down the street, she's got her headphones mm. on. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at it now, I printed it out quite big as well. Um, I love I, I love everything about it. I love the the movement, um, the fact that she's completely unaware, um, and I love the fact that it's very of its time as well. Um, you know, with all the fashions and stuff. So this is the sort of picture that it's it's really great now, and then it's only going to get better. I think in time, sort of twenty years from now, you'll think, oh yeah, you know, look at the look at the boots, look at the the trousers, and so I I, I really really like this this image um, from Bob. Yeah, really strong, um, and also really brave as well to um, just go up to strangers. The the, the first one to ask. Um, for the photo and yeah it's a great one as well with the the lady in the first picture so yeah really really strong work i thought 
yeah I, I I love these pictures, and as you said, just the the way that the um the clothing in the second one is is so of its time, uh, yeah, is great and and perfectly captured moment. Um, yeah, really lovely shots. Okay, uh, the next ones, uh, another more striking shots here. Um, uh, more shots with models again now from um John Michael Mendeza, uh, who's taken some uh pictures of uh, models wearing um, outfits made entirely of fashion magazines um, uh, so the yeah, couple of cracking shots here um, uh, very different I think from a lot of the stuff we've seen before um, but yeah really striking yeah I love these as well <laughs> um, I, I, the, the work that's gone into them because I was ha, ha, he's made a dress hasn't he from magazines um, yep and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. like ingenious. It is it is amazing, the work that's gone into those. Um, and I love the poses. I love all the magazines. Uh, in one of the image, um, I love the angle from above and all the magazines around around the model and her expression. Um, but, yeah, I was just, like, blown away by all the work that's gone into them, um, not just to set it up and compose it, but the, the, the fact that dress has been made from magazines. Yeah, really, really good. Really good. Quite, quite how anybody has the skill and talent to do that and photography. I, I just, well, <laughs> come on, please. This is overachieving on a grand scheme, here, isn't it? <laughs> it, it it's, a, it's a clever idea and it's well executed as well. So it's, uh, it, I want, is it, is it, do we, do we know, Graham, from, from all the backing information, do we know that whether uh, the, these were dresses were made by the photographer or, or is it a collaborative effort? Uh, yeah, I think they were. Um, no, I think he made them himself. I will double check that, but I think he did it all himself, perhaps wow. with some I mean, help. I wouldn't think any less of him if he didn't, um, you know, because things like that, you know, image making is sometimes at its best when it's a team sport, isn't it? But Yeah, yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Um, I think uh, one part of it, as you mentioned as well, Claire, was the, the fact that uh, one of them is taken uh, from a, a slightly more unusual angle, top yeah. top down, which is lovely. Like the one with that Ophelia took, um, with it being from an eight year old girl's perspective instead. Yeah. It, it's just nice to sort of like mix it up, and it's just something really simple actually. Um, just changing the angle that you're shooting from, uh, but sometimes you know we all need to be reminded of that. I think which is uh, which is cool. So looking at this in. Uh, sort of like next next to the other ones you can sort of see oh yeah actually that's something that has has made that image um like a, a strong image in terms of like you say the composition and things mm. and yeah just a little bit different which is nice um uh, were you checking through the details graham yeah no and uh, <laughs> as i said um it is john michael mendeza did make these himself so uh, a very talented gentleman really amazing uh, uh next up we have got i think this is the only double exposure 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 <laughs> Expo double exposure i am sean connery in my spare time um by roberto martinez here um of some forests in the background and a lovely seafront uh and, and a model a lady in, in the foreground um yeah cracking shot uh very very different i don't know why i keep saying this they're all very different uh, but this one's very different from all the other ones so um yeah what do you think of this one claire well i i'm i love double exposures so <laughs> i was really <laughs> pleased to see a double exposure so yeah again 
Um, I love the um, lovely lighting poking through those the trees um, with the, the lady in the in the foreground with her denim jacket on and her cool looks like a vintage t-shirt underneath it. Um, I was really curious though as to um, what is in what's in the fore, uh, just in the background behind the lady on the ground. I was my eyes were drawn to that. I wasn't quite sure um what that was but yeah lovely lovely lighting a lovely a lovely double lovely double yeah i think the light yeah i'm not it. sure there's there's definitely i don't know what's this just <laughs> behind or underground to be honest yeah good point <laughs> i was like oh well, i was quite intrigued by that but yeah lovely 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 lighting lovely lovely double that's the joy of all double exposures it's the mystery of trying to figure it out is. exactly <laughs> what it is you're looking at um Okay, next one is a lot easier to read. Uh, and this is from Delight, that is Angela Solis. A lovely, elegant, simple picture of a uh, lipstick. I, I Again, I really love this. I love the simplicity of it. Um, and I loved, I love red lipstick. And I love the reflection as well um, on, on the table. And again, it was, to me, it was, it was quite a story behind. I was like, oh. So what's going on here? You know, it made me ask a lot of questions about the, the lipstick on the table, what, what, you know, what's going on. So I like this. I like the simplicity of it. And I thought it worked really, really well. And I like the colours um, of, of, of the, the film as well. Again, I'm not sure what she shot this on, but I, I thought it was lovely. It has a real vintage um, glossy magazine feel yes, to it, it does. doesn't it? It I does. Think. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um, and I, I wasn't sure um, whether it was on some kind of like train or or like um, golden era of, uh, you know, sort of like flights and things like that. You know, I was it, it kind of brought that to mind for me, um, like the glamorous age of travel kind of thing. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Rachel. Yeah, you're right. Which is lovely. <laughs> Okay, I think we're nearing the end now. In fact, I think these might be the last pictures that we have to talk about. And oh, these would be slightly late, but you know, worth the wait, I guess, entry from, um, guess. <laughs> from David Allen. Uh, and some more homemade haute couture going on here. Um, I don't know whether you managed to read through all of the uh, nonsense that David wrote in with it as well, uh, Claire, but um, some fairly striking shots and some fairly striking uh, writing, as we would expect from David Allen of the Danger Boys. Uh, do you know, I didn't see the writing, but the images, wow, again, I was just I was just enthralled and amazed at these images. The outfits, again, so like the first one here um, I'm looking at, um again i love the the light leak um but there's an image it looks like it's been a really it was almost like a cocktail dress uh made out of possibly is it is it is it bin bags? i don't know but it's mm -hmm. it's, it's a, yeah. amazing the makeup of the the it's model so, the pose so cindy Lauper, isn't it, it is cindy Lauper. they're great <laughs> and then the, and then i was like wow and then the next one we've got a dress and a hat and the top looks like it's made of um newspapers and again the skill that's gone into into that i was just completely enthralled and again i love the pose the makeup of the models then there's the one again an amazing kind of like um a fear, uh, 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 um, the model that looks like they're from a renaissance painting with a sort of a dress made of plastic i mean it's really really imaginative and creative and 
you know, like you say, not just the, the styling of uh, and, and the, the composition of all the photos, but the fact they've made these outfits again, it's it's incredible. Um, impressive newspaper. It's really routine. impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, and the hat. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm looking at another one. Um, again, great pose with the model. Really like it. And the hat looks like you know you could wear that to Ascot. Um, as yeah, long really, as it doesn't really rain. good. Yeah, as long as it doesn't rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant. Really good. What What I really like about these. I mean, I. I the um, creativity is exceptional, but I love the fact that David went with this idea of um, he's going to give the cameras to the models to take their own pictures, and then he's going to document this as well. And the whole thing just has such a great sense of play to it. Um, it just seems like they were just like, oh, this we're going to have fun with this. Um, and the, the models are having fun, and they had fun making the outfits, and the whole thing just, um, yeah, it really, it, it's quite fantastical uh, in the way it's come through it was it was interesting he did i mean maybe there were other pictures as well but the other photographer who was there with him when he was doing this who was shooting on uh, digital as a backup uh, david was slightly snidey about this but he included one of the pictures from that as well which i haven't included in the file <laughs> um and it's just a, a very sort of straight on headshot and uh it's just there's just kind of nothing to it. I mean, the mm. ups, it's very sharp and the colours look great, um, but it has none of the personality, not because of the fact it's on film, but just because that whole element of using disposable cameras and just like having fun with it um, is completely absent from it. Um, so that was quite interesting. I think sometimes mm. the equipment that you're using can greatly affect the way that you interact with your subject. And uh, I certainly think that's the case. And, you know, I said David was using... Um, uh, disposable cameras reloaded with portrait uh, and really? um, some sort yeah. of uh, I think I think the camera had a flash on but he was using a he sort of made a modifier to bend it around the way he wanted and um, yeah quite spectacular really great work yeah really great so that's the easy bit done then Claire um, mm. we've been through them all uh, and a fantastic lot of pictures there are too but now you kind of need to pick a winner here so um, we said oh. we'd let you narrow it down to three first this um, is Oh, this is so tough. Um, this is it's really tough because all the work um, is so you know so great. So it all merits a a, a prize, if you like. Um, gosh, um, so I can narrow it down to three. Um, okay, I think. Do I go in? Do I do number one first, or do I do? No, no. Let's oh, do you want two, it? One, it. Come on, this is let's top three, of the box. Three, two, one. Okay. Reverse order. I Reverse think. order. Okay, okay. Um, I think three, because um, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. I think um, three. I'm going to go with Bob's Bob Matters. I really love that candid street shot um, of, of, of 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 you know the girl. Um, well, both I like both of them actually, but particularly that one. Um, so I'm going to go Bob three with the furry boots. With the furry boots, yeah, because yeah. it's <laughs> so of his time and. Um, oh, well, con- yeah. yeah. Congratulations to Bob on his third place there. <laughs> yeah, good, um, good choice. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm going to go with Mike um, Caputo. Sorry for my pronunciation. Is <laughs> is, is wrong? Yeah, right, computers, yeah. Um, I, I just love that image. Um, for me, 
I, I was like super excited when I saw it and it was to me very cinematic and so Mike um was that the first two? or second one? Oh, number um, two um yeah Mike's number two you mean um of his images yes oh right the one that um it's the the, the image with the girl on the left is with the boker and then it yes, moves across it's really dreamy I yeah. love that I really love it so Mike's too um and then congratulations Mike and then I think <laughs> okay, so we have a drum roll for number oh, one. Drum roll. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for number one for Matt Murray. Um, I just love the one with, um, well, I love both of them. And I particularly love the one with the, the sunglasses. Um, I love everything, the colours, with the reflection of the, the, the neon in, in, in there. So I think for me, I, I'm going to go for Matt for um, number one. For number one, can I put a request in as well? Can, can we have a special <laughs> prize for Ophelia and Juho? Because I was just absolutely, you know, I couldn't believe that they were eight and three. Uh, so I felt like maybe they could have their own sort of category prize because <laughs> um, their entrants are really strong and. Um, like I said, when I when I read that, Ophelia's was 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 eight, and that composure and everything in the edit, I my jaw nearly came to the ground. So, can we make a special prize for them, special winners? The uh, youth prize, they they a youth prize, <laughs> yeah. The under tens. Yeah, I think definitely that's a very good idea. I like that a lot. Well, congratulations, Matt. Um, a well-deserved win, uh, but mm. oof, tough competition. This no one, kidding. wow! Uh, I'm glad I didn't have to make that choice because um, they 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 really were fantastic, uh, and the, the the top three that you picked uh, were all stunning. Um, but uh, what we will do? So um, we will. I think uh, I think Analog Wonderland deliver to Australia. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty. I should know this. I think they do. <laughs> so um, uh, we will. Uh, I'll double check this. Um, we will sort you out with an Analog Wonderland voucher. And what we'd like to do for, for everybody else actually who's entered, um, if you if you would like, because we've got stickers now, so we would like to send stickers to anybody who entered this round who would like some stickers, um, get in touch and we'll sort that out to say thank you very much for entering and sharing your beautiful pictures with us because um, they've been fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, especially, we couldn't do it without it, could we? No. <laughs> especially uh, especially uh, you, host son, and Ophelia. We definitely need to get stickers to them, clearly. Uh, so, um, yeah, that was fantastic. Um that's the next challenge, isn't it? Like, make, make an outfit out of the Sunny 16 stickers. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, yeah. Yes. that's a good idea. <laughs> so I suppose we should move on now. Now that the fun part's been done, looking at all the great work that people have been doing, is we should now move on to the uh, hosts' images, the some hosts' Ooh. images. Do you have any more excuses you want to trot out at this point, Aid? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, no, I don't, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm probably fresh, fresh out of excuses. I, I am. So, so if it's, if it's any consolation, Graham, as this has gone on, I've started to feel slightly guilty for not having submitted any shots. I was reasonably okay till we hit the record button and, 
and now I feel that I've you know there's a bit of me looking at, at so much work and so much effort that, that everybody has put into this there's part of me now that feels I've I've let the community down it's one of those things where I'm, I'm beginning a lecture where you know you've let yourself down you've let everybody else down <laughs> you know, and I'm just, I'm, so sorry folks I'm not angry I'm just disappointed yeah, <laughs> one of <yeah>. those <laughs> I think the yeah. thing is, though, that when when Sandra very kindly picked fashion last time, I, I know that I suddenly went, oh, God, I have no, <laughs> no idea kidding. what I'm going to do. And that kind of never changed. But then when you see what people did do, you go, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, cool. Could have, <laughs> could have done something like that. I mean, uh, yeah. I yeah. It, it was lovely, though, hearing you say, looking at J.M. Golding's images, for example, that it, there was a tiny little sort of spark that kind of came back, you know. So um, I have been shooting recently. I have been shooting stuff. I've shot a, a little bit of film. I, to be honest, I've shot more digital recently than I shot film, but I'm just trying to push myself to get back into this. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that happened with the fashion stuff is it came, it it, it was all announced and, and became real sort of right in the depth of my slump. And so I'm not quite there anymore. I'm clambering out the other side, but um it's uh you know i, I kind of just never got to grips with it so um i i yeah mm. but but yeah this is this has actually been quite inspiring stuff seeing That's this stuff awesome. this this yeah tonight and looking through this because i haven't uh seen any of this stuff until today so mm. so i'm looking mm. at all of these images fresh mm. and actually there's just some amazing stuff so yeah, yeah. It, it, there really is yes i must try harder is, is the thing that should go on my <laughs> school report this week <laughs> Claire, what do you do when you're in that in that photographic slump? What's what's the thing um, that you tend to do? If I'm trying to get um, inspiration, yeah, or if you're just trying to get out of a that general, I think, yeah, slump rut that you know Aid's been finding photographically that he'd yeah. like to. He's you were saying, weren't you, Aid, that you kind of feel like you're on your way out the other side now? But I wonder I if think, you've got any. Yeah. I think for me, I, I I'll, it's a combination of things of always watching films for my ideas. Also mm-hmm. going to galleries as well. I've got um, not just watching, um, looking at photo exhibitions, but I find that um, I appreciate paintings as well more mm-hmm. now. And sometimes I can get in- inspiration from maybe going to see an exhibition of paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Or tr- judging a round of the cheap or shops. Or judging challenge. a round. Definitely <laughs> judging a round. Well, no, honestly, I was quite inspired. Um, when I was looking through the work, um, it inspired me to get my Holger out. It inspired me. I don't think I have the skills to make these outfits, but I was just like, wow, you know. <laughs> and I loved the, these, the mannequin theme that was going through mm. um, of, of looking at shop windows in, in, in a really different, different way. So I did actually feel really inspired by a lot of the work that um, we looked at today. Oh, that's good, good to know. And it seems like maybe that's been the out, outcome for both of you. Well, for all of yeah, us, I'm sure, because yeah. it has for me as well. But, um, but that's kind of nice. That's um, being what both yourself and Ada are saying. I think that's yeah, really yeah. Well, I'm, my challenge now is to see what I can do with it, isn't it? So, <laughs> but sadly, sadly, not in time for this evening's judging, no. So, so uh, no, I get to, I get to sit on the sidelines and 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 uh, watch the mayhem tonight. Then that's <laughs> as if there's ever mayhem in the host judging. So, um, so Rach and I have both got shots, haven't we, Rach? Um, we have. Claire, wh- whose would you like to um, sort of comment and pass over first? <laughs> 
fine. Well, I've got <clears throat> I've got Rachel. Rachel's up first. Okay, um, so can, can can we hear sort of? Rachel, I'd love to hear Rachel what your kind of artist statement or um kind of your thoughts okay. behind these are. Right. So um, my, what I wrote for my artist statement was fashion can be challenging, surprising, wonderful, terrible, costly from a human, environmental and financially. Um, but it can also be flippant, fun and glamorous. I really enjoyed spending an afternoon with my dad wandering slowly around this fashion exhibit, kind of the opposite of fast fashion, you might say, reminiscing about this most playful of industries and hearing his stories about his time spent working for Dior. So in this sense, the Cheap Shots Challenge was less about the fashion itself than the new memories that the competition gave me spending time with my dad. Wow. So did your dad work for Dior, Rachel? He did a long wow. time ago. Wow. Yeah. So when I was um, when I was very small, uh, yeah, he uh, it, he was originally a photographer, like sort of reconnaissance and what have you in the RAF. And then after he came out of the, um, the forces, he ended up working in sort of advertising and he, he did do quite a bit of work for like Dior and, and what have you originally um, and ended up in medical photography. So it was kind oh, of a, a big, you know, sort of <laughs> fascinating. Uh, yeah. Going, yeah. But it was it was really lovely, actually, because this ex exhibition um, that I'd seen was on in one of like my sort of like favourite little gems of a place in Liverpool uh, that I just love going to. Uh, and they actually have some um, photos on the wall um, that are there as part of the permanent exhibition, which were all shot on wet plate. Um, so oh, I just love going and seeing them. Um, but I didn't realise that this um, exhibition was going to be on. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So my dad just happened to be up for um uh I think it was around his birthday actually and uh and I said oh we'll just pop along here and have go and get a bit of tea and cake and you can have a look at these prints that I always go and sort of like just stare at and just think are beautiful and it happened to be a fashion exhibition on um as well so uh it was lovely just to kind of like go and see that and and just sort of hear his stories about how uh, you know when he'd look at the proofs and and the prints and things and go oh yeah that's what I used to do or oh they've done that in a slightly different way I'm not sure how they've how they've created that image or um oh I might have posed it slightly differently you know it was just really nice to kind of like have that chance to yeah, chat about it really um so yeah so it was it was um that and I took along my um, my old Franca Salida, uh, it's sort of a 1940s, 50s, I'm not sure exactly age-wise, um, pop-out bellows camera. Um, oh, gosh, wow. 120. Um, so I actually really love using this camera um, because I've I've gone through several. <laughs> um, they've just exploded on me or stopped working completely or what have you. So I finally found this one that I think was about eight quid. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I've just been sort of shooting my cheap shots challenge ones with that since but I've also used it for other projects and things because it just has a lovely quite vintage look to it anyway you'll notice obviously in in quite a few of the shots I have difficulty with gauging the distances you know um so obviously the focus isn't always where I was expecting or hoping it would be uh, but you know it's one of those things um I ended up shooting this on uh, a roll of old foma foma pan uh, 200 mm. um a very expired uh, which again I think sort of adds to that sort of like texture and things and on one of the shots I hadn't realized this until I was just looking at it before and went oh yeah I've um you can see the the hole at the end of the backing paper <laughs> in the middle of one of the shots. Um, so I think it's in, uh, oh, which one's it in? I'm not sure. I can't find it now. Um, but I think partly the 
um, sort of slightly out of focus is also to do with my when I when I've processed it and then scanned it that it's not been completely yeah. flat uh, so there's a little bit where it's slightly um, been away from the from my scanner um, glass and I think that's what's going oh here we go it was um, number 10 of 11 um, you can see there's like a round ring right in the middle and I think that's actually the hole at the end of the backing paper. That's so funny. Like right in the middle. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's all those little imperfections and things. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's why I included um, like the whole sort of little um, story of, of our, our day out, our little day trip out. That sounds, I think my... that sounds great, Rach. And I have to admit, I'm I'm slightly envious of your time with your dad. My my dad was an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> so when I hang out with him, we don't talk about fashion and photography and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, to be honest, it's not something we've really done that much of recently. And I think that's partly why it was more special because it it gave us an opportunity to um, start that conversation again. You know. That yeah. sometimes you just you get caught up in the in the normal kind of like oh you know everyday life sort of thing. So mm. actually going out together and stumbling across this was just a nice way of um, of actually going. I was like, this is basically what you used to do, right? Dad? And it was just really nice to have that chat. Um, I think one of my favourite ones that came out from um, from the roles was maybe um, number four, just because I, I managed to get that spotlight highlighting the sort of like shininess of the dress, um, and that's kind of what I was I was after. I wanted that real kind of like contrast and things. And like I say, I missed the focus in a few of them. I just couldn't quite get that, and it didn't always kind of work out. Um, but yeah, so there we go. That's a little story behind mine, anyway. Oh, that's a, that's a lovely story as well. And I thought, how how fabulous as well that you bought um, a 1940s uh, camera because I felt like your your pictures always have a lovely vintage feel. <laughs> um, surprised that you're called vintage photography, but I um, and these have got a real, I thought, a real uh, breakfast at Tiffany's feel to them, yeah. and that kind of 1940s 50s real glamour charm. Um, I, I absolutely love. Um, I don't know if if I've got the same numbering. My number three. I'm not sure if it's the number four you've just mentioned. The one with the. Um, it's from the back. It's mm. my number three from my oh. folder. If you if Maybe you have I'm... a look, actually, uh, Claire, then the the file name it, it has has the numbering in it. Okay. Let if me you just... waggle your mouse over the picture, it, yeah. might, it might bring up a, a file name. You could uh, you. Or, not, or maybe not. Oh, no, or maybe not. Oh, but uh, oh. in in my sequence anyway. The, the number three. It's 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 a really lovely image. Everything about it, um, the feel, um, and like the lighting. And I'm just wondering if my number three is your number four that you've just mentioned because it fits it. Oh, and I love got the bustle on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think it yeah, is that one. I I love that. I think that is is it's really lovely everything's oh, beautiful about that and I love that the what in my so if that's your number four and my number three my number two it could be your number three um <laughs> the two the two uh the the two um the ones with the, the stoles around them oh yeah uh, it's just so just so that lovely 1950s glamour and charm yeah they're, they're lovely <laughs> Rachel they're really great and what a lovely story about your father working for Dior and then ending up as a, in, in, as, as a medical photographer, it's, it's fascinating how people, 
Yeah, uh, I think well, it's a bit uh, like um, writers. I think you know that uh, photographers. We come from all different walks of life, and we go through so many different kind of um, yeah. incarnations and and things. And um, yeah, I always, always find that kind of fascinating. The the different kind of stories of people's backgrounds that brings them to photography. Yeah, yeah. lovely, really lovely, Rachel. Oh, thank you very much. It's lovely. Well, um. Uh, obviously, Rachel, as as always, has gone for the emotional uh, emotional attack on this, bringing her father in and a lovely story of the past, which I think is very devious. But um, I have at least struck that <laughs> this that. time because um, <laughs> because I've included my children this time, so you're going to exactly. be faced with a choice where, where you're choosing basically between my dear sweet children or her dear sweet dad. Um, <laughs> Uh, I didn't write anything down uh, for mine because I wasn't that organised. But basically, uh, what my pictures were trying to convey was the sort of tension uh, with these pre-teen boys between that sort of age of uh, wanting to conform, but, you know, at the same time expressing the crazy fashions and the the, uh, sort of willingness to try almost anything to be different. Um, To shut that dad up. Find, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. No, I, just, no, I, I, I'm thinking this as well because I'm pretty sure you've used this exact same statement for another round, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, and uh, yeah, and you know, their desire to freely express themselves whilst at the same time having to do exactly what I tell them to do and dress up like this <laughs> and pose. So, um, yeah, I went out with my boys uh, and um, <laughs> made them put uh, a silly hat on and um, pose for some fashion shots. Which camera and film did you use Graham tell us a little bit about that uh, well, this was my Olympus IS-100, uh, 1000, sorry, I denigrated it by a whole zero there, my IS-1000 <laughs> bridge camera, which I have been shooting with from the get-go, because I don't break cameras often. Yeah. Um, I was just about and... to give you some credit for that, actually, because, you know, uh, neither Rach nor I are on our first Cheap Shots Challenge camera, mm-hmm. and no matter how much we say about yours, it, it has it has lasted the whole competition so far. Yeah, it has. It's a bit like um, I, I've destroyed quite a lot of cars over the years, but the really rubbish ones just last forever. You kind of think, oh, I just sort of wish you'd break down, but no, it keeps going. Um, so I've not been able to swap out. But no, the IS-1000, it, it plods along. Uh, and the film I was shooting was um, with Silbera Ultima 200, which was one of their, I think, limited edition run films they did in the Kickstarter. Um which as I really like the tones from the image. Um, I, I, you know, I really like that. Uh, they, they've come out really nicely in that sense. Um, as developing it at home, uh, that is the thinnest film base I have ever come across. And so uh, a real handle with care. And I did crumple up the end of the role, um, getting it onto the reel, but it wasn't too bad. Um, but no, it, it's it's nice. Um, I mean, I said I can't shoot it again because they're not doing it anymore. Um, if they were, I'm not sure I would rush to it. But still, um, not disappointed with the way the shots came out. Um, Did it give you the film sweats trying to get the the film onto the reel? Well, fortunately, I was able to retrieve the end of the reel from the um, cartridge so I could start it in the daylight. So it was only (laughs) the other end that I messed it up at. Um, The one thing I did find was that um, I overexposed... Uh, yeah, I overexposed the first few shots on it um, because I, I um, well, not on... Yeah, actually, yes, the, these ones were because I'd been out 
taking a couple of pictures in the snow so i'd set it oh. to um <laughs> I it overexposed by yeah. uh a stop so a stop to a stop and a half and then when i came to take these pictures i'd completely forgotten um but actually that worked quite well and it took, it made for stronger negatives um with the overexposed stuff but um but no it's not not a bad film um but it really doesn't matter because unless you've already got some you're not going to be getting hold of any anymore um so yeah what, what do you make of these lovely pictures of my adorable preteen boys well i think they're, they're great models i'll tell you that and i love the um i really love the on my screen anyway it's the second one the middle one mm. with 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 the hat and, and where was where was that shot where's the back background of that the landscape orientation one yeah, 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 yeah. I love that one, Graham. Yes, yeah, so that's, cool. that's my uh, my oldest son, and we took that. There's near where I live. There's a place. Um, it's called Minster Level Ruins, and it's an old, a uh, very old hall. It's in ruins now. And um, I thought, oh, it'd be nice and quiet up there. We can go up there and prat around. And it wasn't quiet at all. There was quite a lot of people out there having picnics, and yet still, they were still quite game for making themselves look like <laughs> wallies. Um, yeah. So God bless those guys. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I really like it, and his, I like his outfit, his hat, and uh, yeah, really nice. Really is that nice. Sinead's hat? Is that yeah, that's your partner's Sinead. hat as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. See, for me, this, he's got a whole sort of young Dirk Gently thing going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. D- dis- despite, how, despite how, for me, that you know, they, they ruined my mental images of Dirk Gently when they made the, the, the sitcom version of it. Um, you know, for, for I me, like or, most recent one, the one on Netflix. Not not the American one, the British one. Oh, I haven't seen that one, but the one on Netflix was really good. I haven't seen that one, um, uh, but but I did. I I always had uh, a mental image of Dirk Gently wearing a hat, somewhat like that. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> whether I have no idea whether that's actually written in the books or whether it's just something I manufactured. Uh, but but I but that get you know sort of get get you. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It, I like it. It's got a it, it's it's got a look about it which is oh, I don't I don't know. It's sort of part Agatha Christie sort of yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you're playing up to me now. Yeah. I'm like oh yeah, <laughs> a bit of Agatha Christie. <laughs> oh, so cool. Is that is that Elliot? Is that your? Is that no, that's Logan. Sorry. Elliot is the uh, Elliot is the the last picture was of Elliot. Um, I don't know what he's doing with his In hand. camouflage. Yeah, the the one thing that when I went out to take pictures with them is that a, a lot of the posing becomes things you're not like. So that that hand gesture where there he's making, I have no idea what that's all about. Um, also, they insist on doing the T pose, which is where you stand and make a T shape because this is a Fortnite thing, um, and so. <laughs> So you have to deal with quite a lot of that. So I did get quite a few pictures of them doing tea poses as well, which I did not feel the need to include. But uh, yeah, it's it's a difficult. That's technique. social commentary. <laughs> uh, it certainly is. It certainly is. But yeah, they they were very they were great. It was just great fun to have an excuse to go out. And like I said, they're still young enough to be game for this kind of thing. So it was great fun doing it. Um, so yes, Claire, now you have to choose uh, between my oh. <laughs> my lovely children. Uh, and Rachel's lovely story about her father and her pictures. Um, I don't want to bias you, but I mean, look how cute <laughs> my boys are. He, I mean, it's it's oh, year old boy dressed like he's from an Agatha Christie story. I mean, you know. <laughs> Do I have do I have to choose? Do I have you, to you? You absolutely do have to choose. Oh, yeah, this I'm is afraid tough. So. It's fine, Claire. Don't worry. We'll we'll all still this... be friends. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I think this is really tough. Um... <laughs> Because I I really like um, the Agatha Christie the hat one, but I 
think I'll go with Rachel's because I like the God, the vintage Paris. feel and the and the, and the the glamour of the image and the the breakfast at Tiffany feel with them and. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Rach. Well done. Well (laughs) done, Rach. I mean, I should have. My mistake was picking uh, a judge who clearly liked fantastic outfits and then going, well, (laughs) there's a choice between some preteen boys or some fantastic outfits. I was doomed from the get. But um, well done, Rach. Thank you. that's awesome I'm uh, my dad will be chuffed I'll let him know um yeah so we were yeah we were just sort of pootling around and I was like dad I've got to do this cheap shots challenge so he was like yep no worries <laughs> and we got cake so he was happy as well <laughs> so um yeah I'll I'll let him know he'll be he'll be really pleased thanks so much Claire. that's um uh, that's lovely you've been a fantastic judge obviously I wouldn't say that but you know <laughs> I think this is the third one in a row that you've won Rachel yeah well, oh, I don't want to say is... anything. It's like bias, you know. Yeah, this is a fix. Um, well, we have to. Or, or maybe she's just better than we are, Graham. Have you ever thought of that judges. at all? <laughs> I mean, I think that's a given. I think we all knew before I'd even picked up my camera. I knew that Rachel was going to win this, so it just feels like inevitability. But still, <sighs> next so time, gadget. Next time, um, Claire. We didn't mention this before, but before we oh, let yes. you go. We do need one more thing from you. Um, you've been a fantastic judge, but we need one more thing from you. And that is we need you to choose what is going to be the subject of the next round of the Cheap Shots Challenge. Um, mm. Now, we have got four choices left in our box of doom. OK. Uh, and I will give you those. <laughs> box of doom. <laughs> uh, and, and listeners will be very pleased to hear oh. that all of them are far easier than fashion. Um so the four topics we have left are people, architecture, nature, and abstract. Ooh. Oh, I'm torn between people and architecture. Um I think I'll go with people. Ooh. People. Okay. Mm. People. Yeah, okay. It's very, cool. very broad, yeah. isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. I think that is because, as you said, it's so broad, and um, and I love pictures of people, so that's my favourite thing. So I'm very happy about that. So aid, aid, hang on, it's people. Is this going to be the one that you will be like, yep, I'm well in for this one. This is going to be great because this is totally your wheelhouse: portraits and flash, and you know, generally talking to people, um, nice people. <laughs> what do you reckon? Can we get you excited about this one? Uh, yeah. Do you know what? Yes. Yay! That's ace. Like yeah. oh, coming so back busy. strong. Coming back strong. Well, I'm doing, doing my best, trying to kick myself into gear, trying to take. Yeah, it, it it's um. Yeah, I could sit here for the next five years, the hosting of a, a photography podcast, and not taking any photos, or I could just get on with it, <laughs> couldn't I? Yeah, just get on with it. Excellent. I love it. People with your Holger. <gasps> oh yeah. You, um, how many Holgers have you got, Aid? Uh, just the two. Maybe we could do like a stereoscope. <laughs> Strap them next to each other. <laughs> I'm just adding an extra element. And, and, and how would how would I view those then? I don't have a stereoscopic viewer either. We'll, we'll figure that bit out afterwards. Shall we, do, shall we? What you're talking like bullet time Holgers now? Is that what you're after? <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be quite cool. 
right? I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can. I'll see what I can do. I, I only have the two, but stereo. Te- technically speaking, with two cameras, I could shoot in stereo, couldn't I? But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I am um, uh, okay. All right. So uh, yeah, let's let's. Uh, well, let's dive in then. So uh, that gives us uh, something to play with, doesn't it? Then, yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the sun's coming out more now. There's been more people around. Um, I, I think people is going to be a great fun round. It's a great time of the year. Everyone's it's springtime coming up, and and everything warming up it just makes everyone more positive and more cheery. Anyway, it's the right. No, you don't want to be shooting people over winter when everybody's grumpy and fed up. People Whoa. are coming out of hibernation now. Which is good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so there you go, listeners. The, the clock is now ticking. Um, get your cheap shots cameras. If you've not taken part in a cheap shots challenge before, this is a great one to start with because it's mm. people. And we all know people. <laughs> if, if you don't know any other human beings, you're a human being. So you can just do a self-portrait of yourself. It'd be great. Um, actually, as we're about to launch this next round of cheap shots challenge, do you want to just... Um, let everybody know what the very vague rules are. <laughs> very vague rules. Have yeah, rules? <laughs> there are some guidelines. Okay. So yeah. So the basic point of the, this of this whole um, thing is to prove that uh, shooting film photography does not have to be an expensive hobby, and that you can get great results with very little money spent. So what we want you to do is find a camera for um, what do we say about less than. 30 pounds or less than 30 dollars we've allowed for inflation as the years have gone by but um sort of somewhere between you know well less than those prices uh and get a cheap roll of film and just go out and make images on the subject that is um going which i said is people now and ideally once you've got your cheap shots camera you want to stick with it throughout all the subsequent rounds um but we, you know we're, we're getting through those rounds now so yeah. there's not many more left to go and you've just heard what all the rest of them are um but yeah Find a cheap camera, go on um, the charity shops or the thrift stores or uh, eBay or, you know, car boot sales or wherever. Um, There has been some debate about whether a true cheap shots challenge camera in spirit is, you know, more along the real basic point and shoot lines or whether or not if you're lucky enough to find a a decent SLR cheap. But really, it doesn't matter. A cheap is cheap. It doesn't matter if you manage to pick up a Leica for under 30 pounds. Actually, I don't want to hear about it. Don't yeah. <laughs> you just keep quiet, smug mode. Um, but no, you shoot with whatever you find. Um, it's it's all about getting out, having fun, and sharing your work. So once you've taken your pictures, email us at sunny16podcast.com with your two favourite images. Um, uh, and it would be great if you could um, title them, actually title the images with your name. That would be fantastic. That would make life far easier as well, because that's the thing I always forget about saying. Um, and uh, the other thing is when you send them in, don't make them too big of files, because um, otherwise that also makes them unmanageable. Um, but we we let this run for a couple of months last time for entry, so we'll do the same again this time. So you've got enough time to get out if you haven't got a camera already find one, get some film and just have fun and send in your pictures. I think we're going to get a lot of entries for this round. I'm expecting mm-hmm. to see some creativity, some as we've seen in the last few rounds. So um, brace for impact on that yeah. one. So thank you very much for that. And the uh, email address is um, sunny16podcast at gmail.com or you can find obviously this current round of Cheap Shots Challenge and I think previous rounds as well on the website, which is sunny16podcast.com. 
Yep, uh, and I'll still make sure there's a link in the show notes. I'll put the link everywhere just to make it as easy as possible because I know it's not always easy following along with these things if you can't see the pictures, but we will put them everywhere. But um, yes, yeah. well, thank you so much, Claire, for being our judge tonight. You've been a wonderful judge. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. And um, you were saying before we got on, Claire, that you've... Uh, just come back from an exhibition of uh, or an exhibition you're taking part in in Barcelona yeah yeah I just had a weekend in Barcelona um a small um exhibition there called shadow is a color so that was that was fun Ooh. so that's on for that's on for a month there so yeah so if you're in Barcelona um it's in Projectaria Gallery um so worth having a look um yeah Fantastic. How did, how did that come about um, in the first place? Was it one that you submitted to or is it one that you've been doing as a collaborative effort? I was um, I was invited to, again, I was invited to, to be in it. So it was um, 25 um, female um, instant photographers. Um, oh, so, yeah, yes, that was, that was nice. Um, yeah, so that's on for a month. And where else can people find you, Claire? Um, you, I'm on, I've got my Instagram um, so it's Claire Marie Bailey, um, and I've, I've got my website, ClaireMarieBailey.com, and I'm on Twitter. I think I'm on Claire Marie Bailey on all of them. Um, yeah, so yeah, so come on, come on board, come on board, come on board, come on line, have a look. Yeah, because <laughs> all, all aboard, yeah. Um, <laughs> I love, in fact, I, I love Instagram actually because I'm always um, finding. Um, New, coming across new 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 artists new photographers and, and and lovely work i think it's a lovely platform for um discovering new work and, and getting inspired um so there'll yeah. be some people you can follow after today i guess well definitely that. definitely that's what i was thinking actually when i was looking at the word i was thinking gosh i must look must look these people up and 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 definitely link it link in with them yeah very inspiring Cool. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, I think that, uh, uh, well, I think that concludes the show. Congratulations again to Rach. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. Well Yay. done. Oh, shushu. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been lovely. And, um, and commiserations. More importantly, well played. Well you know. played for Graham. Yeah, you came. You came a, a, a good. Yeah, second. Yes. <laughs> a good last. I came a good last. <laughs> Well, um, you know, if I'd been in it, maybe I'd have come last, you know. So, Yeah, probably not, let's face it. Um, <laughs> but even bigger More congratulations to Matt Murray. Um, yes, congrats, for, Matt. Yeah. Win in an incredibly tough field. Um, uh, yeah, well done, Matt. Um, really, really good stuff. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. OK, so, well, um, I'm between you and uh, actually, Rachel and Graham, you, you've done most of the uh, closing of the show bits. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shortly before we play you out uh, with Rachel's band Rocker, whose uh, music you can get on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, some other places as well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like to say, uh, as we try to do every week, thank you to those of you who have uh, shared with us uh, your hard-earned cash by buying us a cup of coffee at coffee.com/sunny16podcast. Um, we are we are we are amassing plans uh, for both world domination and reinvestment in the podcast um i suspect uh you know looking at the uh the countometer uh, we're closer to reinvesting in the podcast than we are to world domination <laughs> but but graham has plans don't you graham 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> all, all massive plans. I mean, stamps uh, largely at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, that is a good thing. Before we before we close the show, um, what would you like people to do um, to email in with their yeah. to say yes. yes stickers, please. Yes, as anybody who entered this time <laughs> round, uh, and, and obviously um, uh, Matt email. But yeah, if you if, if you'd like me to send you some stickers, anybody who entered this round, uh, then please just drop us an email with an address. That would be fantastic excellent stuff all right well with that then um as always it has been an honor and a pleasure to speak with you all uh we'll be back next week goodbye goodbye Bye. Bye. Bye.